0: الرحمن والحمد والسلام محمد and he says that indeed du'a supplication is the best type of worship du'a أفضل أنواع العبادة. And he said, as we mentioned in حديث الدعاء هو dua الدعاء is and he worship. قال الله سبحانه وتعالى الله says وقال ربكم استجب لكم إن الذين عن جهنم and your Lord has said call upon me and i shall answer you call upon me and i shall answer you indeed those who turn away from my worship then i will enter any them into the hellfire. here the Sheikh shaykh mentions in here in this verse allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to make dua and to make supplication to him and likewise he has promised and in this verse that he will answer the dua the supplication of the one who calls upon him and he has mentioned in this verse likewise that indeed dua is worship when allah azza wa jalla says an ibadati indeed, indeed those who turn away from my and he worship so the second part any of the verse mentions this. So therefore the word ibadati and in my worship it goes back and to the word Ud'uni and it means supplicate to me, call upon me. So here in this verse Allah has mentioned that any dua is worship and wadallah al-Hadithu ala al and the hadith that we mentioned earlier, it indicates that dua is the greatest form of worship. The greatest form of, of worship. لِأَنَّ عَبَادَ لَهَا أَنْوَاعٌ غَيْرَ الدُّعَاءٌ It's because worship has many other different types and besides uh, supplication. وَلَكِنْ لَمَّا كَانَ الدُّعَاءَ أضمها سُمِّيَ عِبَادَةً but when it's the case that du'a is the greatest form of worship then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and mentioned it and he with the word ibadah, worship. And he says, this is similar to the saying of the Prophet sallallahu al-hajju arafa that hajj is arafah, arafa, which is found Ali, during hajj. Now here the Sheikh says, now we know that hajj has different I mean, rights different rights different actions in in Hajj and from them is to stand at Arafah to stand at that location called Arafah but when it is the case that the standing at Arafah is the greatest of the rights of Hajj then the Prophet ﷺ said "Al I mean, that Hajj is Arafah I mean, meaning it is the greatest of the rites of Hajj and meaning standing uh, on Arafah so he said this is similar to Dua Dua is a type of worship but when is the case that it's been given the virtue of being the greatest of the types of worship then has been given the name ibadah has been called an ibadah it is the worship and this and it indicates again the sheikh says the status and the virtue of dua and that it is required from a muslim that he or she (coughs) makes dua as much as they can and if they increase themselves in making dua to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Because Allah has commanded the Muslimin to do so. And this is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he commanded his servants to make dua and supplication to him. Why? Because they are in great need of it. They are in great need of making dua to Allah azza wa jal. And because when they make dua to Allah, then Allah answers their dua. So therefore the slave or the benefit goes back to the slave. As for those who turn away from it, they turn away from making dua. For indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is free of them and the loss or the harm, it goes back onto them. And it meaning that they have deprived themselves. They have deprived themselves of Allah Azza wa and He answering their du'a. They have deprived themselves of their du'a being answered by Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Next the Shaykh says, du'a has certain times when it is more emphasized. There are certain times throughout the day when du'a and it is more emphasized to make du'a. Because during those times it is hoped there is more hope that they will be answered by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and from them, from those. Any awqat is this month, the month of Ramadan, and likewise the last ten days of the month of Ramadan, and even more so, the night of Qadr, the night of decree, decree Laylatul Qadr, which is found in the last ten. Nights of the month of Ramadan. He says, so this month all of it is any a a time to make du'a. The whole of the month of Ramadan is from the best of times to make any du'a. But during the last ten days, there is a more emphasis on this virtue of dua being answered and within it and during the last 10 nights there is more hope that dua will be answered by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala therefore the muslim must must put effort in making dua and busy themselves in making dua and during their salah during their sujood and during their ruku their bowing And, and other than that from the other times that they can make du'a, so a person turn, should turn to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala with their du'a, because Allah Azza wa Jal says, "وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِي قَرِيبٌ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَانَ فَلِيَسْتَجِفَّ لِيُؤْمِنُوا بِلَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ." And if you're, and if my servants ask you of me and meaning muhammad sallallahu Alaihi wasallam that indeed i am close دعان, i answer the call of the one who supplicates when they call upon me لي, then they shall respond to me and they shall believe and in me يرشدون, so that they may be guided the Sheikh says, Allah, "And He Allah is close to His servants, and He answers the call of His and His servant. And He, meaning Allah, is close to His servants. It means that Allah is close to His servants by way of His knowledge. But indeed, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, He is above His arsh, above all of His creation. Allah Al is not within His creation." So what it means in this verse it means that Allah and he is close to them by way of his knowledge. He knows when they make dua, he hears their dua and he Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees his servants at all times. So he's all aware I and mean, of them. The Sheikh says fi abdi wa Allah <laughs> subhanahu wa ta'ala. But he says with the affair, the concern, the issue, is in the truthfulness of the servant. The truthfulness of the servant when making dua, and he's turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so what the shaykh is saying here, and that indeed Allah and he responds to the supplication of his servants, But that also depends on the truthfulness of the servant when they are making dua in their way that they are turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in their way of making dua. So he says فَإِجَابَةُ الدُّعَاءُ لَهَا شُرُوتُ For dua to be answered for supplication to be answered there are conditions فَلَيْسَ الدُّعَاءُ مُجَرَّدْ أَلْفَاذٍ تُقَالُ That dua is not merely words that are said and he says but rather for it to be answered there are conditions and for it to be answered and likewise there are things that will repel your dua from being answered and says from them from the condition conditions that will make your dua and he answered al ikhlas sincerity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the servant he has sincerity in his heart when he makes du'a to Allah azza wa jal and that he straightens himself and he puts himself upon al istiqama and that he stays far away hani from shirk this is far uh, this is part of al ikhlas that he's a person of Tawheed he stays far away from worshipping others besides Allah. He stays far away from making du'a to others besides Allah, Subhanahu wa Taala. As Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Fadhuu Allah muhdhissinalahuddeen." Allah says, "And call upon Allah, muhdhissinalahuddeen, with sincerity for Him in His Holy Religion." But tuhidu shart قُبُولِهِ وَدُعَائِهِ a So tawheed is a condition in his dua being accepted. لِأَنَّ anna at مِنَ اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى subhanahu wa ta'ala, because توحيد, I and mean, he went a servant, is a monotheist. He only worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that will bring him closer to Allah Azza wa Jal. So therefore, duheed is a means in his dua being accepted. Likewise, he says, from the conditions, from the conditions of dua, and he being answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that a person, he makes dua, whilst his heart is focused, his heart is focused and, he, and ready. And he is ready and for his dua to be answered. He has, and if that hope, that firm hope that his dua will be answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Sheikh says, meaning, a person does not make dua when his heart is heedless. He's thinking about other things, but his mouth is saying words of dua, but he does not know what he's saying, he's not focused on what he is saying. His heart is turned away and he from that from pondering over the meaning that he's that he's saying. So a person is merely, in this case, is merely moving his, his lips. That's the only thing that he's doing. He's merely and he, moving his lips, but his heart is heedless. His heart is turned away and busy with something else. He says, Wahada la yustajaba ad dua. And in this person, when he makes du'a in this and in this manner, in this way, then his du'a is not accepted. His du'a and it is not accepted. So it's because he mentioned in the hadith, du'a la yustajabu min qalbin ghafilin So that du'a, and in this hadith, he mentioned that du'a is not and he accepted from a heart that is heedless, from a heart, and he that is heedless. And likewise in another hadith, it is mentioned اللَّهَ وَأَنْتُم مُقِينُونَ بِالْإِجَابَةِ Supplicate to Allah and call upon Allah whilst you are certain that He will answer. That he, will, he will answer and your dua. So therefore this is very important when a person is making dua that their heart is focused. They are not busy with other things, but thinking about other things. And that they are certain that Allah will answer their du'a. They have a firm hope in their heart. Not that they are testing du'a. Some people sometimes they like to test du'a. I'll make du'a and his heart is 50-50. He doesn't know if it's going to be answered. This is not the way of making du'a. Oh, he makes dua and he with the saying for example that uh, people like to use inshallah and he makes dua with a a heart that has a firm hope that allah will answer it that you are certain that you are mashallah and i'm meeting the conditions of dua and that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he will answer it that is from the great ways from the great ways that will make your dua and he answered to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not that you are testing, I need to see if it's going to be answered ani, or not. Likewise, the Shaykh says from the means by which the dua will be answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that you call upon Allah by His beautiful names and attributes. And you call upon Allah Azza wa Jal, by them. For example, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim, Ya Allah, Ya Rabb. Because Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says in the Quran asmaul husna biha to Allah belongs the most beautiful names therefore call upon him by them so therefore the sheikh says so therefore in your dua say ya Allah ya Rahman ya Rahim ya Ghaffar ya Gafur, ya Hayy ya Qayyum ya, th- ya Ya jalali wal ikram Call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And mention his beautiful names in your dua Call upon him by his beautiful names and his attributes For indeed this is from the means of your dua Being accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And likewise from the means That dua is accepted Is that a person he seeks out the times when there is a more emphasis that his dua will be answered. So therefore, and if you muslim a dua daima wa abada The Shaykh says that it is and it required, it is emphasized upon the Muslim that he makes dua and he, at any time and all of the time. Meaning he does not seek only specific times to make du'a. He should make du'a I mean, at all times, at all times, as much as he, he is able to. But he says there are certain times where there is that emphasis on I mean, making du'a. Because during those times, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given that virtue that if a slave makes du'a during those times, that he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I mean, will answer the He says for example When a person is in their sujood Is in salah And is performing sujood That is a time To make du'a Where du'a is accepted And likewise The last third of the night Likewise The last hour On the day of 'ah. Jumu'ah And likewise The whole of this month The whole of the month of Ramadan And he says likewise the last especially the last 10 nights of the month of ramadan say all of these are special times that there is a firmer a stronger hope that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he will answer the dua more than any other any time of the year the shaykh then mentions some of the barriers that prevents a person's dua being accepted. And he says, as we mentioned, is ghafla and al when the hearts are heedless and the hearts are turned away in the state when a person is making dua. And he says, from the greatest of the barriers that prevents dua from being accepted. Is that a person He consumes Haram He consumes That which is prohibited And if the person Who consumes Haram His dua Is not Accepted As is mentioned In hadith And he when he mentioned A man is on is on his is uh, on a travel Okay On a travel And he calls upon Allah He makes dua While his sustenance is haram his clothing on him is haram his drink is haram and he has uh, nurtured himself with that which is haram ل... how can such a person's dua and he be answered where all of his in all of his affairs and there things that are haram he has nurtured himself his sustenance and it is haram, his clothes is haram. How does he ex- uh, expect his dua to be answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So therefore, when a person consumes something that is haram or is continuously, continuously consuming things that are haram, that is a barrier that blocks his dua to being, ans- being answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Sheikh says it is from the greatest of the barriers that prevents any dua from being accept- accepted. So therefore, upon the Muslims, that their sustenance is good, their sustenance is any halal, their sustenance is halal. and radhiyallahu anhu Rasul sallallahu Allah yajalani. Mujab And he said He said to the messenger of Allah وسلم, O messenger of Allah Supplicate to Allah That he makes me from those Whose dua are answered And whose dua are answered So the Prophet وسلم, said Atib mat'amak Tujib da'watuk He says He said to him make your food, your sustenance, make it halal, make it good, and your dua will be answered. And your dua and it will be answered. So therefore the Sheikh concludes and he says, the Muslims must stay far away from consuming that which is haram because it is a barrier, a barrier that prevents the dua being accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a barrier that comes between them and their Lord and this is a dangerous situation if a person is in any such type of state a person and his love for wealth may push him to seek wealth from ways that are haram likewise for example a person in his dealings in his trade, he is I mean, deceiving the people. He is deceiving the people regarding that which he sells. So therefore, that will make I mean, his wealth I and mean, haram. Likewise, another person who is dealing in riba, and this is from the most severe of cases, I mean, and other than that. I mean, so therefore, I and mean, it is a person to keep themselves far away from being cursed by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, by placing themselves in these types of situations, and that their means of attaining sustenance must be halal, and they must stay far away from that which is andi haram, and that they should nurture themselves and give sustenance to themselves and from the from the goodly things from the goodly things I and mean, not from for example from lahmul khinzir for eating I any mean, the uh, the animal which is unslaughtered and eating for example pork etc drinking alcohol I and mean, all of these things they are major barriers between a servant and his lord a major barrier that prevents his dua from being accepted by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so therefore brothers and sisters we should uh utilize and in this blessed month for making dua as much as we can to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have that sincerity in our hearts and make sure that our hearts are focused we're not heedless we're not not merely saying words and our hearts is busy with other things and if we are making dua from the dua which the messenger of allah and he made and you're reading that dua in arabic Therefore, read the translation so that you understand what you are saying. And that will make your heart focused. You will know what you are asking of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore, that will be one of the means and for you to get your dua being answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wallahu ta'ala a'lam wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabina Muhammad.